0: And creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbet's terms.
1: My grandma and your grandma were sitting by
2: the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna sit your flag on fire. you talking about henna, now. henna. I go, Ding dong. Ding
1: dong Las Culturistas are here. It is time. It is it is now. It is it is time, it is place, honey. This is Bowen Yang. And this is Matt Rogers and this is the Las Culturistas podcast. We culture experts are here. Mm -hmm. We're on a crusade.
0: On a crusade for culture. A
1: crusade for culture. You know, that's going to be our new slogan, I think. We're on a crusade 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 for for culture. culture. I like it
0: because of its religious overtones. Absolutely. And there's, um, you know, the Inquisition, the Spanish Inquisition. But this is a culture Inquisition. It's a culture Inquisition. Absolutely. uh, Because we're
1: looking at it and it needs to be inquisited
0: absolute 100 how would you say that I, you know what culture is about creating culture and language is culture and mm-hmm. i want i think inquisitive is, is a word i think so i think i think rule number uh 12 rule number 12 you can create, create words, words. <laughs> <laughs> guys we have such a special guest with us today. a
1: truly special guest and a great friend um this is he's a member of pop roulette He's been a friend of ours for probably a friend of mine for mm, a star to, of the, 2011. So maybe uh-huh. like five, six years. We've a been star
0: friends. of the NYU reality oh show. Gosh. Yes, way um, back when. Oh a, a master choreographer. Master choreographer. Master. And I'm going to bring up more about that, but his name's David Mazzoni. Hi, oh David. My gosh, guys, I'm
3: so excited to be here. Thank you
1: for having oh me. Thank <laughs> you <laughs> for God, joining Las us. Culturistas truly were joined by another culturista, I think. Another I'm contemporary. Yeah, a I'm contemporary culturista. Boys, you're flattering me. Well, I have to say, um, there was a period in my life, And this is like, I do credit David with this, ok. After I met David, I did start wearing like tighter jeans, Wow, yeah, and my style did change. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, we finally acknowledge his colorblindness, and yes. I also fully thrust upon you, like,
1: bags and bags of, like, clothes of mine that I had. I get hand-me-down clothes from David and have been now for, for like, for, I guess four years. To this and day? Th- to this day, and I've also realized, like, much, much of the clothing that I wear is either David's <laughs> or Henry's. Much <my laughs> Henry's. Like, I won't uh, wear my own clothes. Yes. Wow. And then, honestly, all my clothing, and w- I'm actually, my boyfriend just moved in, and so basically now he's doing this thing where he's like, you have to give away almost everything everything. everything you own because we have to fit my things in and everything i'm giving away (laughs) is my real shit and like david's shit is staying and like i'm (laughs) like i can just wear all your things because uh, i'm talking to henry what's your
0: shit like describe generalize your shit to
1: be honest with you like all of it is way too tight up top okay i have this thing because i i get i think what's in now and i think what i like is like like tighter pants Uh and dark on the bottom Uh and then like (laughs) A yeah. little bit looser up top, I think. Okay. Well, uh, being being colorblind, I guess it's f- part of the thing is Just the colors become dark and light. The yeah. colors yeah.
3: are you just know just kind yeah. of like a dark with a light whenever possible. Absolutely right. And I <laughs> think you, like,
1: uh, but, I, but I definitely. I mean, I got a lot from David from from my friend. Wow. I'm happy to supply them. I have another bag for you, Henny. Okay, well, uh, I want it. <laughs> because your way, bitch. oh oh my god, he's gonna kill me if I come with another bag of clothes. Sh- all right, <laughs> all right, bitch.
0: Okay, now it's time, David. We want to know more about you. Let's talk about the culture that shaped you right. up until so, this point in your life. Mm. Like, go back all the way to the beginning. Just walk us through, honey. Oh,
3: uh, okay. Well, I think this is um, where Matt and I like really bonded when we first were um, becoming friends when we were in reality show. I from Rhode Island, which is. I usually refer to it as New Jersey and Boston's kind of love child. It's wow. like the like an Italian-Irish sort of like clusterfuck where mm-hmm. everyone smokes um, mm-hmm. and everyone loves their moms. Oh. It's
1: yeah. a really nice place. So are you saying that everyone smokes weed? Yeah. Every, Rhode is Island so funny. is
3: huge with weed. Absolutely. Is it?
1: Yes. See, this is a thing that is different from, and I don't know, because we all went to NYU. And one difference that I noticed, I clocked this difference, honey. <laughs> Is I'm from Long Island and everybody w- was an underage drinker, uh. and then I came to NYU and all of a sudden everybody I met and I mean everybody had like a big vocabulary for weed and I didn't know anything about that and you were like a full blown stoner like well I mean I didn't actually smoke a damn
3: thing until my senior year of call I'm um, senior year of high school and then yeah. once I got accepted into NYU I was like oh let's fucking go yeah. I got in early decision <laughs> I was done like December yeah and that was a wrap wow. and yeah. I went absolutely <laughs> fucking nuts yeah 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 <laughs> um actually with my friend greg shout out to greg if he's listening to this i'm going to his wedding oh, which makes me just feel so, so old i'm fun. going to his with wedding greg, in two congratulations. weeks we love you greg and katie yeah. but anyway um greg like literally gave me my first bowl and like taught me how to buy it and all this stuff and Anyway, my dad's like now like, well, mm, he's like loving it too. And he's yeah, around he grows. Me for it. It's like- Am <laughs> allowed
1: to say that? Um, maybe. Uh, <laughs>
3: well, my dad is just uh, start, starting to get into it for sure. And yeah. that's something that is like so crazy for me because I have actually this amazing story of my, I think I was- I want to say seventeen. I had finished my like restaurant job at the time, and I was like meeting up with a friend who I worked with to like smoke a blunt. Smoke a blunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was like, "You want to roll it?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, like I'll roll it. Sure, no problem." <laughs> this is straight Dave, by yeah, the way. I was so like, like, oh, they probably yeah. Like, oh yeah, sure. Like, also, great tits. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> good boobs good boobs um so i like i'm sitting on the thing and my mom calls me and she's like dave she's like i'm we're making pasta like are you coming home which is like a oh very God. typical call from my mother sure. and <laughs> i'm like mom like uh work is really like running late like i have a couple of tables that i have to stay around for like i'll be home soon but i'm gonna be home later than like anticipate and she was like okay like just let me know when you're coming home uh-huh. so me and this girl like go for a lap in her car and i'm like going yeah. in i'm in like the front side seat and we're talking about like. I don't even fucking know. Like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you talk to your, like, restaurant job friends when you're 17 about, which is a whole nother podcast. I know. It really is. I had the
1: same experience. Well, not to get too far away from what it is, because I do want to find out what what it is that you think that, like, that we bonded about that shaped, that that was, like, the culture part of the culture that shaped you. But, yes, fucking 100% I identify with, like, having, like, a really "Quote unquote best friend at work. At like, work, oh, mine my was named bestie. Amanda. Mine was named Emily Nepper. Hi Emily. Was named Emily
3: too. Oh wow, well, Emily. Sh- I'm not going to drop. I mean, last their names <laughs> were
1: Emily's and Amanda, so of course they were like suburban, like white girls who like worked I in know.
3: restaurants. Yeah. yeah, And like this girl Emily was like the like the smoker. Like yeah, she had like one of those like long dreads with a bead, and then in the back that she like oh, had to tuck in for um health and like safety concerns at and work. Hygiene, yeah, things, hygiene, yeah. yes. Yeah. So anyway, like bottom line is we're like so pulled over at a red light and I'm fully like licking this Dutch clothes.
0: Uh, no, uh,
3: way no worse than a cop. No, wait, was cop? My mother. Oh pulls my god. up next to us in her Infinity I30. <laughs> turns, I like turn to my right and I'm like Oh, it's literally in my uh, mouth. Like, it's it's like right oh, here. on like no. That's mortifying. Oh, no. You were literally caught in the act. I can't even tell you. So I, like, turn to my mom. And she goes, what? She doesn't know this girl, <laughs> Emily, that I work I with. She <laughs> never comes. So she's like, who are you? First of all, who are you with? Second of all, what the fuck are you doing? Third of all, you lied to me. I know. That's oh. the worst. Which is the worst, because my mom is the best. And, like, we, we're we just so close. And I just never want to hurt her little You know what I would have done?
1: I would have put on an accent. <laughs> and be like, I don't know who you are. That'll,
3: I mean, I like,
0: <laughs> that'll throw her well, out. Well,
1: she
3: lips to me from Maybe across the mom. thing with her car. She just lips, get
0: oh Oh my god and so
3: i call her and i'm like hi i was like i and so like my mind i like first of all i like completely lose my cool in front of emily i'm like trying to be all like blunt and then i'm like yeah this girl's got this girl's got
1: like a dread she's cool she doesn't have to worry about her mom (sighs) emily
3: with a dread is like oh my god this boy is like totally freaking out his mom is is totally not chill and so i call her and i tell her that emily dropped a cigarette (laughs) and that i was fixing her cigarette for her and like that she was gonna smoke it and that she was giving me a ride home. And my mom was like, well, then why wouldn't you use your car? And I was like, because my And my mom was like, shut the fuck up and just come yeah. home. And uh, just, like, God. hung up the phone. Wow. So anyway, that's like a, that was like a tangent experience, but it's certainly like formative. A, com- a formative experience of, of <laughs> my weed smoking in mm-hmm. Rhode Island. And that's the culture in Rhode Island. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can't believe 420 is around the corner. We have such a busy it's day tomorrow. tomorrow. We're not even going to get to celebrate.
1: It's, it's honestly, we do, well, this is, I guess, a perfect little plug. So David is in Pop Roulette with Bowen and I. Pop mm-hmm. Roulette is a musical sketch comedy group that you may or may not be familiar with. Um, we've and been together for a while We've been now. together a for, it's, it's almost four years. Yes. And so we've performed many places and we have a spank, uh, which is a uh, kind of like an audition show. Uh, this Friday, April 22nd at 6 p.m., we're going to be putting up our show, Pop Roulette's Amazing Earth. Mm-hmm. It's the first narrative show we've ever done. Yep, It's the first... Um, time we're going to be doing some material. Yeah. And this is really something that we've literally worked on for a month and probably been thinking about doing for a year. A long time. And we're really excited about it. It's all about the run. Yeah. It's, it's all, all about the run. run. Come on. Let's be real. Uh, um, so anyway, that's happening and we're very excited. Yes. Um, I wanted to give you guys an opportunity before we jump into some current events. Mm-hmm. I wanted to give you, and uh, maybe I'll even put this on a clock. I <laughs> want, so, cause, so Bowen and David share a... Uh, passionate love for a certain pop icon whose name is Lady Gaga. Gaga. And I would love to let you guys kiki about Lady Gaga. I'm going to put a minute on the clock. Okay. And I Just want kiki? you to kiki about Lady Gaga.
0: We've done this many and times. And
1: go. Oh, baby, shall we pick up where we left off? Oh, where <laughs> did we leave off, honey? Well,
3: I mean, I guess we could talk about LG5, which is the, her rumored fifth album, which we're <laughs> all... Spilty. We're waiting for
0: hard. Oh, we're waiting for hard because here here are some of the collaborators she's got. She's got Mark Ronson. She's got Ni- uh, uh, Niles Rogers. Mm-hmm. She's I mean, she's um, got Tony. She's got Tony Bennett. Who I,
3: who I heard plans to do a ballad with her on the album. Which wow. I've, I've, uh, like a... Like a more Gaga type ballad, a less of a Tony type ballad totally. is going to be involved. I also read online that she plans to do a song with Elton as well. Wow. And I don't know if that one's going to be on the album or not. These are all like very, these are basically Gaga fans just
0: like, just throwing I shit I think they're basically just throwing shit in the
1: universe and just seeing who responds. Like,
0: right. I, it's like
1: a Gaga Reddit. I wish for like a musical Gaga album.
0: I want almost like a Broadway drama. Well, she's going to give you that late career. I think now what she's going to give you, I think she's, she's going to go... She's been
1: going that way. She's been bringing it to you every ball. She's been she bringing it to you every ball, ball. honey. While y'all gagging? But so, listen, I, I people shit so. on Art
3: Pop and I, I have to say, Art Pop was one of my favorite albums. That's a great album. The album. clock is out the window. You guys go. I would agree Like that, that Art Pop to me represented a, a, a Component of Lady Gaga's personality that she had been a little bit reluctant to express, uh-huh. which is like just a carefree, fun, like yeah. bubblegummy sort of like
0: attitude-filled machine. Look, she's the reason she, the reason she like draws so much ire, and the reason why people like sort of poo-poo on her, like artistic choices because she's the smartest she's the she's the only pop star smart enough to make those choices Mm -hmm. and to like know that they're gonna get a reaction out of some people um but but speaking of her next album i think i think it's gonna go in more of a punk direction like classic like punk shit that would be great i
3: mean she to me born this way that, that was one of my favorite parts of born this way was that she's on the front cover with like she's dressed in like a like all this leather, and she's on a bike, and, and she's, and she she's a human motorcycle. The motorcycle to her represent like that was like a lot of the feeling of a lot of those songs. It was like very like um, it was like, it was like powerful, and it was grindy, and it I was born this way. My I think yeah. born this way. I think heavy metal lover. I think like all uh, those songs that were like th- that. album had such an identity. I felt, yeah. and also I met her at that time. Yeah, the my first time meeting her, I went and slept on the street, <gasps> slept on
0: Fourth Avenue. With my friend Michael Burbach and Ben. We have to mention, though, that David was on was an extra. Yeah. Uh, was a background actor yes. on the scrapped Lady Gaga video for Do What You Want. And I really was, Arkelly. too.
3: I, a friend of mine, his name is Mark, he's like sort of on the ins with all the stuff that's going on with her. He's a good friend and an NYU alum. Anyway, he reached out and was like, give me your email address. Um, I'll tell you more details later. And I was like, does this have to do with Lady Gaga? And he was like, yes. And I was like, can I give... Can I tell, like, three of my friends to please give their emails to you as well? And he was like, yes. Long story short, we found out that we showed up to a warehouse in Greenpoint for the Do What You Want music video shoot. Oh, R. Kelly on set, Gaga on set, the whole nine. We're, like, in a holding room forever. There's people in, like, nurses' outfits. They come out and, like, (laughs) give us all these jackets to wear. It's taking forever, so Gaga buys us pizza. (sighs) Like, it was, like, such a fun experience. We get out on set. R. Kelly looks so wasted, I can't even tell you. (laughs) Like... I gotta say, and it made me really sad because, like, Gaga was, like, really killing it and really trying to, like, focus. And R. Kelly on set and Terry Richardson as director, it was just, like, this weird energy in the room. And you could tell that things weren't really going as planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I think that was kind of why they were behind us. I think Gaga and Terry weren't really seeing eye to eye. And I think that, like, it just didn't really seem to go well. And that's when, when the video never happened. I wasn't really surprised. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I was so pissed. I was so upset. But right. I could see like they had sort of put the single out and then they were kind of backing up off of it. And then yeah. they put Christina on a remix of it and they were trying to push that one instead. Yeah. I just think that R. Kelly is just somebody whose reputation just can't be cleared.
1: No. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: She did She did get some some flack for even having him on the album. There's no doubt
1: that he, you know, he's, I believe I can fly. I mean yes I I, don't, I think he's extremely talented vocalist. I don't get the choice to have him on the album Me and either. he does nothing for the song which is so good and That's I think actually one song. of the high points of art pop but the, the Christina version was uh, it, it was more fun <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if it was I, I mean I don't know if it was better but it was definitely more fun and more fun for her fans I think and for the gay community to say I mean I think we all gagged. When we heard that Christina Aguilar was on it, because it's just so funny, and they both looked like these fucking. I know. Honestly, they look a lot like each other. They uh,
0: they looked like these fucking ABBA. Oh my god! When they performed it on The Voice, yes, and they had the (laughs) they had like the scene
1: in the performance where they both sat on the hassock and like turned to each Uh. other and just like confessed. They they were on a hassock. They were on like a lazy boy hassock. It was literally like it was like. The r- two richest women in the world, the characters they were playing, were like, "Hey, can you come over? We need to talk." And I was just like, "Come sit on my hassock. I need to tell you like what my problems are." Like maybe we're
3: gonna kiss the and whole time. And it's the press.
0: Yeah. yeah, I love that shit. I
3: agree. I think. Um, I I love Lady Gaga to death. I love that she's finally getting some of the respect in the industry that she deserved at the very beginning of her career. But Mm -hmm. as we do with all celebrities, we love to build them up and break them down and tear them apart. And it won't be the last time. No, it will not be the last time. But I think that this Tony Bennett sort of break has given her some musical legitimacy and some vocal legitimacy that, that she's always had that she's always had in my eyes but that she um did not need but is now getting from all these people and all these haters mm-hmm. and also yeah. the fucking she's about to get married she's like in such a good place yeah. she loves this this man and Tony Bennett's gonna sing at their fucking wedding Like, no, oh, crazy what an Italian fever dream I know like if I ever <laughs> rose to a point where like I, I had acquired a level of fame where I was besties with Tony Bennett and Elton John and they were gonna be coming to my wedding to sing yeah like can you imagine her family like that's just got to be such an incredible
1: experience i mean insane i i uh, you would think and not that she's ever done anything that's expected which is why she's so exciting um And I guess to call myself, like, I would call myself, like, a B-plus fan of hers. Okay. In that, like, it's not about how much I like her. I really like her. But I also understand and respect the fact that, like, a lot of her A-plus fans and her A-fans have, like, done the work. Like, she's, like, the kind of person that's, like, if you call yourself a Lady Gaga fan, the real Lady Gaga fans will turn around and be like, oh, really? (gasps) uh, Because what do you know? I was like... Have you put the time in? Wow! I think wow. when you cross over into the real Lady Gaga
3: world is when you start to really notice the differences in all of her live performances. She doesn't just take. No. She doesn't just do like do what you want at ever at Jimmy Fallon at like Ellen. She she brings a different performance and a new like take on her songs
0: to every single place she travels. Yeah. Wait, what was this? Okay, this was back in 2014, in April when she did three different performances. Oh, this is what it was. And like there was like someone wrote an article about how crazy that, and impressive this was. In in that same month of April of 2014, she did her South by Southwest set mm-hmm. and gave and gave the keynote speech. And then she also did her Roseland shows, her mm-hmm. Roseland ballroom, which shows, I went to, which, which went was
3: to. so just so special. Uh-huh. That that's that said, I love. That loved venue because, was
1: so good. Yeah. R.I.P. I saw Beyonce there, best concert oh, of f- my I life. I remember you. I remember. Oh, I remember after that. Four. Oh my Four. god. That well, was you, love you know on what? Top. Absolutely gave me my life at that show. Was end of time. End of time. Uh, And oh my God, you would not believe. And then you find I find out four months later that she had been pregnant the whole time. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. she's when she dropped the mic on the VMAs. Oh my God, another iconic gay moment, gay history. Like she gave gay history. Oh,
0: and like um, also one plus one. One plus one, amazing. Oh,
1: screaming, belting. Giving her life.
0: I will never forget when she when she did one plus one at the Mrs. Carter Show World Tour that you that we went to together yeah. at Barclays Center where she was in that glitterly blue cat suit and she's Well imagine that her but Jets you're on. fifty feet away from her. That's great. That's crazy. and Jay-Z's no, and, and, and and Jay-Z Jay-Z so there, there. Yeah. That's Watching. Crazy. That's nuts.
3: It was such a great venue. But anyway, Bagaga, Bagaga, sorry, Bagaga, sorry, yeah, Bagaga, yeah, Bagaga yeah. did
0: that, and then her third thing was she started her art pop ball tour. And so she did these three completely different shows, gave completely different like concepts and performances Mm -hmm. for each of them and like i don't know like whether whatever you think of lady gaga everybody out there listening like she's i don't know she she's fully like realizing and actualizing all everything she's envisioned for herself and you know what you you gotta admire
1: that. and she she might not give like like and objectively or whatever she might not absolutely hit a grand slam every single time but she bring you
0: she bring it to you every She'd ball. She bring it to you every ball. She's bringing something. and you Yeah, know,
1: something. And she's always exciting to watch. And that's what I say about her all the time is it's like, even if you're not a big fan, you are always going to be interested in what she's compelling. You're tuning in for sure. Yeah, it's Madonna. For me like it's the, it's as simple as at the end like when Lady
3: Gaga finishes the performance she sticks that that last pose she hits it and she yeah. says that that was my piece that's what mm-hmm, I have to bring to you mm-hmm. here like for example I just watched Ariana Grande do what she do SNL recently or whatever yeah she like laughed her way through those performances Ugh. like she was like doing the choreography she finished that final pose and she just was like her her glance to the camera was like oh my god that was so embarrassing like oh my god I can't believe I just like vogue around the stage I mean, none like, of it Ugh. none of it's as bad as Selena Gomez just no oh. yeah I mean I mean that's a whole different story but like
0: the the lack of commitment to what they're doing or like they think it's too frivolous it's like this isn't serious and you know what this is this is this is a good thing for all performers to talk about is like and i I have this issue too where i just don't take myself seriously on stage and like i don't give it like a hundred percent whenever i do something it's like no like just just commit to it you know you're
3: giving people Ugh, excuse me, you're giving people permission to like doubt what Ex- you're bringing to the stage. Yeah, exactly. and I
1: hate that, and it's it's so present in what people. do. And I have a hard time, today. and I'm and I'm
0: and I'm learning how to deal with that myself. So anyway, I no, agree. I agree with you. I think that's really love. Lady Gaga will love her till my say. last dying day. Yep, we're, we're we're we talked about this, David and I, and Matt, you too. We're gonna see her when we're fucking sixty years old. Oh, and she's gonna be seventy, whatever. Just post
1: up in Vegas. She we'll will be, making be monthly pilgrimages. Yep. she will be she will be doing that. And you know what? Actually, I was listening to What's the Tea recently, uh-huh. the Ru- RuPaul podcast. podcast with mm-hmm. Michelle Visage, and they were talking about- Who Nick. looked snatched last night, yeah, by the way. Michelle, Michelle Visage is, is so fucking good. She had she's it on great. point. Her critiques were on point. She her bronzer is. was on point. Her she went to the tanning booth. Her those baby bangs. Yes. I'm like a huge fan of her. I would I, agree. She's I, getting I better she's and better. she's fucking great. And they were saying about, the, about all, all of them going to Vegas now, so Mariah's in Vegas. Of course Celine's in Vegas. Brittany's in Vegas. J J-Lo! Lo's in Vegas. Oh, and they <laughs> were they were specifically talking about J Lo in Vegas and you know, Michelle was saying like, I get why Mariah is in Vegas now because it feels like that's the stage of her career that she's in. Mm-hmm. But J Lo, that's not really the stage of no. her career she's in. What she's would you still say? C- people are begging
3: for new J Lo.
1: I think that she still has hit songs, and I think that she's still able to perform them at the level that she always has. She still got yeah. She can't put out new material, and it's gonna fucking. Yeah, knock no. We want to hear "Always Be My Baby." We want to hear "Honey." Exactly. And that's when Vegas time. It's Vegas and time. So is greatest hits. They were saying, but why are they all going to Vegas? Like, we get Britney, we get Mariah, we get Celine, because is where they're at but why is JLo in Vegas and Rue was saying that she thinks that Vegas is now like a different thing it is it's it's not like the I'm in the you know twilight of my career now and I'm going to Vegas mm-hmm, to like mm-hmm. so I die Um, it's like <laughs> it's like um people do it and they do it for like two years uh-huh. and they make serious money absolutely yeah. like of course. it's so much
0: easier than touring oh, oh yeah the costs are like way lower exactly. You so it's profitable crib. yeah yep that no I agree with that. And well, you can also change a, a lot. You, a well, I would love to go. Uh,
3: I'm trying to plan that would be that'll be the next one for us to go yes. to. We go on several trips together. Which, yeah. this be the segue. We'll, 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 we'll talk about we'll this. get there but so, honestly i think that we should we have to go to vegas especially while j-lo's there we will we will
1: i would love to go see j-lo also or i bet mariah. she'd have like a shot i don't know about seeing mariah also all, right, all right we can talk we can we can talk later. about this off air <laughs> but my thing is like i bet j-lo would have such a surprising amount of hits mm. like you'd Absolutely. you'd hear a song and you'd be like oh this like i forgot this like, but so many of her songs give me my life and I'm just gonna say one that every time I hear I'm like Get Right oh, this song- Get, Get Right, right! <laughs> oh my god I love Get Right that song secretly gives me my life uh,
3: if that's the one that's like <laughs>
1: and, and like then she starts singing and you're kind of like oh stop but yeah. like but like it's really good. It's a good song. I she agree. She sometimes <laughs> is on her tracks. I also love. Let me introduce you to, to my, my party people peep-o. in the oh, club. Oh my god! Honestly, my
3: boyfriend Ariel listens to this. He's just gonna scream. And he is. He Soul Cycle, and I just recently took. They do like theme rides. Yes. And they did a J Lo theme ride, and <gasps> I went because he loves her so fucking much. I was like, let me just go see this boy. I Just absolutely what did he play. J-Lo. <laughs> um, he put on play. Oh uh, yeah, that's and that one like I completely forgot about that song. And song. And play that and For song. those of you out there who Soul Cycle, you know it's like you're either like running so fast you're gonna die, or you're like the resistance is up and you're going halftime. Yeah, and we were going halftime to play, and I
1: was getting, getting my I whole fucking life. Honestly, this is also the second week in a row we've talked about her. Yeah, we talked about last week. Last week we gave her the lifetime achievement award. Oh, you know what? Lifetime. We gave her a lifetime achievement award. We were talking about American Idol.
3: Because we're talking about American Idol, our our topic was American Idol coming to an end. Oh my God, her performance! Yeah, snatched. She knows now, though that yeah, snatched (laughs) is definitely the word. (laughs) But also, she just knows now that, like, no matter what, she's just going to, like, sing whatever song she's trying to promote now and then, like, rip off her dress
1: in Samba for, like, two minutes. Could you Dang. believe she was singing live? I couldn't believe her to the gall. I, repeat- I was like, this is, you know what, though? It might not have sounded great, but she was doing
3: it. Yeah, but you know what? You got to hear the auto tune on those mics because the, I mean, and the way you can tell yeah. is when they speak oh, to yeah. the audience, when they're like, come on, or, like, whatever. It's, like, very pitched. And Tinny. And, and yeah. Tinny. Yeah. I she, mean, Katy Perry at the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. I was like,
1: how is she not missing a note? Oh, wait.
0: It's not. It, that movie. mic
3: was chewing up her voice yeah. and spitting out something else.
0: I No, I think of an image of J-Lo performing at the World Cup and just being in the stadium. <laughs> Let's
1: get loud. I mean, People like. People love that it's fucking her, song. I it, know. It, she's It's her fucking t- torch song.
0: Latin America. <laughs> Any country As she gets buried, they're going to play
1: Let's Get Loud. They're going to lower into the, you know what? Into gonna the ground. Sure they're going to be like, is... Let's Get Loud. Oh my God. Let's Get Loud. It's going to be like a fucking. <laughs> that like gets party. like 58 year old men up off
0: the seats. Absolutely. That's like the also, wedding song.
1: The best part of her American Idol performance. The best part. I didn't want was she, Of course she whipped out Those Let's Get fans? Loud. No. Uh. It was, well, the fans are pretty good, and she was giving you such Vegas with all that. Oh, yeah. She was she like, Come like, see, see me the in the Vegas. You're damn right. She was. Get your money. And then, um, but the best was, you know, the, the, the note and Let's get, get Loud where it's like, let's get loud, where she goes all the way up yes. and it's a full fucking Did belt. Did she hit it? She goes, let's get, and then the most, the most tracked thing happens where just like the track goes, her voice, and it was just like, she just, made this face that made it look like she was doing it but she had to cut out it was just so clear and obvious whatever you know what you're entertaining she's a triple threat for your life through and through I feel like, and also these two bitches didn't respond to a text that I sent them, which was I said to you guys. Oh, no. I feel that at the end of her life, Jayla will be looked back on as a legend. I th- I agree. And I, you, you, you g- never texted us this. Yes, I, I did. I did. Oh, come because on. who
3: else would I have said that to if
1: it wasn't you? I two? agree
3: <sighs> that we definitely. Get, I, we may or may not have gotten that text. Well, I don't the remember. The jury's it. out on this one. Bitch, don't accuse me. There was no response given. There are dagger eyes being thrown across this room right now. Everyone okay, I honey, wish you could feel it. Let's move on to some current
1: events, shall we? I think it's time to move on to current events because we obviously can't see eye to eye. To on this, mate. Topic. J- this is the J Lo uh, stalemate. This is this will probably this this go go down in history as the J Lo stalemate. We, uh,
0: Ten thousand points to Griffin if, if we bring up J Lo every episode.
1: Rule no, rule number one hundred and three of culture: the J Lo stalemate. Stale mate. <laughs> The way
0: you just said that. But they all tell me. Well, it was Garth and Cat again. I was like trying to read your lips. um, When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you
1: never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach, anywhere. We love to go to
0: Europe. but and we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted.
1: forward slash Culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash Culturistas. Chime feels like
0: progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. You
1: know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without
0: breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge.
1: Garth and Cat, I guess that's a, like a pretty gay reference at this point. It's pretty gay. Yeah, okay, you know.
0: well let's well, let's move on to some culture. Speaking of
1: gay. Speaking of gay, um, we must talk current events and this episode is coming out at a pretty um sensitive time. Sensitive time because uh wow. This last episode of Drag Race called Politics.
0: <laughs> shady politics. It's oh. shady
1: politics and let me tell you, we saw the sashaying awaying of Dorgy Thor. So. Fan favorite. The one and, and only. The one and only. But here's the here's the here's the tea, guys. That was very deserved. That was not... I'm not... And let me tell you what really pissed me off. The way that she lip synced, and I am telling you, I'm not Okay,
0: crying. can I tell you something? I told David this earlier. I was at a, I was at a viewing party last night at TNT, hosted by the wonderful... Inimitable Ruby Mm Rue and equally wonderful Ragamuffin. Exceptional
1: Ruby Rue. Kisses Kisses Ruby. Ruby. Kisses High Ruby. Can't wait for Ruby to be on the show. Honestly, a beat to slay. And
0: Ragamuffin. I,
3: both of them, beats to slay the band.
0: Beats to slay the band and Ragamuffin last night, you guys, I have to tell you, Ragamuffin was wearing this like short page boy (laughs) wig and she was wearing this knit vest (laughs) that had like (laughs) Little food on it. (laughs) Like that's so like little like little patches of like a peach and an apple and a fork. And then on the very back of this knit vest was just one slice of watermelon. (laughs) And it was the funniest fucking thing. (laughs) That's so funny. Anyway, um, so so they hosted it and like you could tell, like I went into this episode being like, I'm worried for Thorgy. And then Rackhamuffet and Thorge and and Ruby Rue, like very good friends of Thorgy Thor, were just like in really sour moods. And then my friend Aaron Jackson and I were like, they're in bad mood. This is not going to be good for Thorgy. And then, after the episode uh, finishes airing, Thorgy just gets eliminated. Everyone in Brooklyn—she's a Brooklyn girl. This is her home. T- this yeah. is her home turf. Everyone's really sad and Especially disappointed. Especially TNT at TNT, where she, where Thorgy used to host viewing parties for Drag Race. Um, Ragamuffin takes the stage and she goes. I have some tea. Well, first of all, she said that before <gasps> the episode aired. Because Ragamuffin's been traveling with Thorgy Thor as her assistant when, she, when Thorgy's been touring. And so before Still. before the episode aired, Ragamuffin was like, I have some tea. And then at that point, that was another giveaway. It was like, oh, well, something shitty is going to happen to Thorgy. So anyway, Ragamuffin goes, um, well, all, as you all know, all the all the queens, all the contestants on Drag Race get a list of all their sync for Your Life songs in order for each episode. So they know ahead of time what to prepare for. Oh my God.
1: Mm. And I am telling you, I'm not going. I know know where this is going. And
0: I am telling you, I'm not going was meant for next week. And here's the additional tea. They were told, all the Queens were told that they would be judged, even though they were being paired up for their challenges, they would be judged individually. Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, cool, great. And then it wasn't until critiques where you had kimchi, Thorji, Thor and Chi Chi sort of in the bottom it wasn't until after they went into the Untucked Lounge that the producers come up to them and go, Hi guys, change of your plans. You're all being judged as duos. And the song this week is being switched to And I Am Telling You I'm Not Going. And Ragamuffin said, and she didn't say anything beyond that, but the insinuation was that they were rigging that elimination for Chi-Chi versus Thorgy so that Chi-Chi could out-lip-sync Thorgy in in a Dreamgirls number. So they wanted Chi-Chi to They wanted to, the to the advance.
1: Show. Okay. I think that that is really shitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it really sucks to hear. Yeah. But the it's reality. End, but TV, but, but here's know? here's what I'm gonna say.
0: She didn't do well Every, on the
1: challenge. She didn't do well on the challenge, and the runway was the weakest runway. I uh, thought it was great. You know what? I didn't get the wig. To be honest, I didn't get the wig but I get I really love Thorgy I thought Thorgy was a was a for sure top top so three. dynamic and so here's the thing like if you're judging it based on what it is for this week or you're judging it as a competition and that's always the kind of thing with these elimination shows is it like do you judge it based on this 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 and then on the final lip sync and my my thing is yes you do uh-huh. and she didn't bring it this week with the, with the runway and with the challenge, and if you're a gay man and if you're a drag queen, you you're know. prepared for and I am Telling You're Not Going, sure. and, and you don't make it a character thing. You deliver that song. Do
0: you want to know, did you watch Untucked? On so on Untalked, uh, I'm not gonna spoil too much, but Bob has this moment. Another another fan favorite, Bob the Drag Queen yeah. who we've all seen. Live. Who now has
1: no competition. No, Literally, is Bob sailing, the, the winner of season through, eight, Bob the Drag Queen. It's yeah. So
0: inevitable. So anyway, Bob just like is gathering all the girls around. She's like, Alright, guys, just come here. And she goes, Do you guys know when when Effie sings this song? Like at what point in the show? Like every like Bob's like, You've everyone seen Dream Girls, right? And they're like, Yeah, yeah. And she goes, okay, good, whoever's lip-syncing tonight, just remember that this is the lowest point in that character's entire life. She's lost her boyfriend, she's lost her career, she's lost, like... That's that's... a lip-sync for your life. And she goes, and Bob goes, and she's so right, and Bob goes, this is the perfect lip-sync for your life song. There's no better song. Because you're making, you're begging to stay. The the opening lyric is, and I'm telling you, I'm not going. (laughs) It's the title, and and it's like... You are it's it's you have to stay.
1: And I'm sorry, but Thorgy did it with a smile on her that face. That goddamn and, cartwheel and at the end, the it, cartwheel it, it that put a the nail goofy. in the coffin. As,
3: as far as I'm concerned, it was too goofy. It was
1: too goofy. There was no, there was no character. We wanted like a Latrice song. Royale. It, was, it was giving just the just to her baby yeah, moment. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on, that was and and honestly, Chi O'Hara, Chichi slayed Devane, that Chi O'Hara, Chichi Devane slayed that lip sync. You know what? Do I. Well, do I think that that sucks what you just said? Yes, but like there's
0: no reason But for think that. of but think of the alternative. If they had been judged individually, the bottom two might have been Kimchi and Thorji or Kimchi and Chichi. And I think And Kimchi would have gone in either of those cases.
1: I think absolutely they're they want to keep So they want to keep Kimchi
0: and Chichi and they they, they Thorgy at that point was just cannon fodder, which I think sucks. But then also, here's, here's, and you just brought up this thing of like, well, do you judge them based on the entire competition holistically or on an episode to episode basis? And I think the, I'm talking really fast. Uh, no, I'm following you. The, the, the competition is designed in a way that doesn't reward people who, who place, who consistently do well in the challenges like Thorgy. but, has people, has mediocre queens coast through like Derek Barry. Oh my god, the worst. Derek,
1: if you're listening, I'm sorry, honey, but what, <laughs> what is going on? You know what? On? You're well, garbage. My thing, oh, here's what I think. And again, I really love Thorgy. Me too. I, what I wanted from the beginning was a New York top 3. And I thought it was very possible and to be honest with you, I think those were the th- those were that would have been a great top 3. But, I agree Acid we I'm, I know
3: you're somewhere out there in the world we really nah. miss. We we would have loved you on the runway Love for a acid more. Episode, I mean, episodes.
0: yeah. And
1: my thing is like and again, like
2: uh,
3: Oh, she's so it, conflicted.
1: Th- Look no, at us. No, I'm her con- I'm, co- I'm she can't even find the word. I'm conflicted <laughs> but Thorgy was not going to win the show. I don't think Thorgy was I don't think Thorgy sure. is 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 the, the is America's next drag superstar in a show where Bob the drag queen is there? But and the, I, I get, I get the rooting for the under the underdog thing. It's the same reason why people want Bernie Sanders. I think it's new. It's like fresher. It's Brooklyn, which is ooh, cool. We are, we like, are wow. drawing a drag well, race. Well, don't think that US I'm not politics. coming. Don't think that I'm not hitting. We're not hitting that topic either, honey. That's another current. Event. Bob the drag queen is
0: Hillary. Thorgy Thor is Bernie. Derek Barry is Donald Trump. Let's
1: say <laughs> yes, that's true. I feel very comfortable with that. So well, okay, here, here's Derek th- Barry would have to be smarter to be Donald Trump. Here's
0: my deal: he you're could be Ted you're, Cruz. You're saying Thorgy Thor is not top, th- uh, is not uh, winner material. I said,
1: I said Thorgy Thor is top three. Thorgy Thor reminds me it's the same energy as Adore Delano, where it's like you like her, you really want her to do well. She's always doing well. She's great. She's a fun personality. But then when it gets down to it, when there's a Bianca there. You don't say Bianca Del Rio, you're not not America's Next Track Superstar. Bob the Drag Queen has been crushing RuPaul's Drag Race. Crushing it. And we all knew before. I mean, he's just so unique. I mean, if you've never seen a Bob the Drag Queen show, I mean, now it's going to be fucking impossible. So good fucking love. She was at, at... that barracuda this monday
3: Gina, yeah she I, I almost went she just it's the just the perfect combination of uh everything you love about drag and then also this whole other side this comedian this it's the, one of the funniest shows personality in you just want him to host everything it's you know you watch commentary untucked, yeah you watch the untucked is bob the drag queen show right now
0: absolutely oh and if you don't if you aren't familiar with any of bob the drag queen stuff uh listeners look up two videos look up one where bob handles a heckler or a drunk person at at his show mm-hmm. in the most graceful way possible doesn't mm-hmm. antagonize them. He's a just, pro. Doesn't even patronize them. At doesn't all even all just... patronize them. It's just like, hey, um, you can't do that. Like, here's 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 the transaction. I'm performing on stage. You watch me. That's it. <laughs> He's like,
3: wait, wait, wait. Stop the track. Exactly. I saw this video.
0: It's, it's yeah. So ma- It's it's such a good example of any performer out there like handling like shitty people like that in your audiences, but not in a shitty way. That's back remaining fully. And effortlessly in control. Exactly. In the second video, guys, look up Bob the Drag Queen God Warrior. It uh, is the most It's incredible. the one I scream at. when it's, like, taking it's requests. It changed my life. I have to
1: say, it's a shame that there's not more lip sync challenges or, like, lip sync. Th- that it's not really a part of the show because it, so many of them do it so well. And you would only see it if they did badly in the challenge. And for queens like Bob who just aren't going to do badly in a challenge, you never get to see, like, what Bob can do. Or Thorgy.
0: Thorgy has had equal... Ha- Thorgy, I think, is sort of is a peer of bobs in the lip sync front like thorgy i know you Thor-
3: doing the lion king that on- online is yeah. amazing i know
0: thorgy like would did not do a good lip sync against chi chi for dream girls but there's a oh, i wish there was this was a video somewhere because i saw this live one time uh, at tnt thorgy did this lip sync of this voicemail of a cvs employee leaving a voicemail for uh, a man this must have been a crank call but being like um. Hi. Uh. Your anal wart cream is in, and your micropenis uh, medication is in as well. <laughs> I'm like blah, blah blah blah. And your and your adult diapers and all this stuff and like. But she mixed it in such a funny way to this dance beat, and was so good.
3: That's something that a lot of queens are doing now. They're sort of like taking songs and like putting like a comedic spin on them, uh-huh. in like in the way that they chop them up with others. And I always wondered like what would that be like if if there was a challenge on Drag Race where they were allowed to choose their own lip sync song yeah. and sort of like it, it was would like be a, a nightmare. It would clear. be a blank stage, and they could just right. be like, "Well, do what you do." If this was your show, and we were at your hometown bar, mm-hmm. what do you what do you do with a blank stage? Totally. I think that that's a, a totally a component of being a drag queen these days. Yeah. It's not just getting up and lip syncing Britney Spears. It's like, what do you bring to this show that's gonna put my butt in the seat? Because I can see drag queens anywhere I want now. Like, what's
0: it's your 2016, honey? Honey. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about primaries. Do we want to talk about primaries? I don't know.
1: You cut you cut the RuPaul's Drag Race right conversation right down. Well, I okay. Uh, well, we don't I was talk about it. It. honestly. Henny.
3: We could talk for hours about this. I, th- I think I editing. Can I just is ask you guys? W-
1: can I just ask you guys one question? Yeah. Yes. What? What do you think of Naomi Smalls and how far gagged, is it going to go? Gag. How far is it going to go? Because can I tell you something? <sighs> Her She were... definitely did really well, but that look I get, was straight up Raven. I get uh, that, um, that, but that was a nod to Raven. I get that it was a nod, but it was the same thing. It was stitch almost for like
0: stitch. It was the same. It was exact almost outfit. like
1: watching a model wear something and then buying it right off the rack. That was bought right off the rack from Raven, and I felt like sure, it's an homage, but was it creative? I don't know um that's a good question
3: i'm gonna be honest i didn't recall the raven outfit until they did the side-by-side mm-hmm. and, and she voluntarily like, oh, gave that information up yeah well you know what then then it's clear that it was a choice which is something i, I can respect maybe not understand but respect doesn't feel as rip offy to
0: me if she's fully aware of what she's happened. citing her sources She's signing her sources there's I, a bibliography I, honey. I know but
1: but i don't but but th- that to me is it's Wait, like let's start bibliography The bibliography honey <laughs> but here's the thing you cite your sources, yeah. There's the bibliography,
0: honey. Uh, but
1: <laughs> honey, but the thing is, like, is America's next drag superstar a fan?
0: Is America's next drag superstar like derivative of another drag
1: queen? I don't think so. Um, that bothered That's me. That's
3: an interesting uh, point there, Matt. I, I would agree that we want to. We want America's next drag superstar, not America's like most biggest like, fan biggest, of Drag Race. Right, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Because that would be me or you, or maybe well, the three be, of us together. All of
1: us. <laughs> it would be Bowen. But no, no, no. I mean, Bowen... I live, I live Bowen okay, so now, we, now we don't want the title. Bowen, <laughs> now Bowen, we're passing the title uh, around. Bowen That's legendarily, uh, in something I call hashtag KatyaGate... Oh my God, never spoiled forget. ...spoiled the, the dismissal of Katya and... It was a wedge. It's so funny you say this because
3: Carl, my friend Carl last night posted Spoiled the Thorgy elimination. And I said to him the moment he put it up, I said, you
1: better take that down or you're going to lose some friends. And And he
3: goes, I don't care. They can unfollow me. And I go, oh, no, 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 no. no." That is
1: serious. And also was truly mad at Bowen for that. And also I'm going to call him (laughs) out and put him on blast right now. Joshua D. Sharp. Oh, come on. In the text thread.
0: Ruined it for me. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. Joshua
1: D. Sharp. It took everything in me not I to will, tweet about it. I will be, we will be, he'll be, we'll be summoned to the last Culturistas recording Tribunals. Booth, tribunals, and you will be, you will be, there'll be a face down. There'll be daggers. <laughs> I am
3: pleading the fifth on this one. There'll be daggers. Anyway,
1: we should move on and talk about the primaries. Honey, I cast my vote. Today? Mm-hmm. Yes, great. honey, so did I. Should I ask
0: you who you voted for? I...
1: You don't have voted don't for have... Hillary Clinton. Good. Great. And David and I talked about it yesterday. He voted for Bernie Sanders. Great. I
3: did vote for Bernie, and I, I agree with you, Bowen. You posted a status recently about just supporting either candidate,
0: and I, I we f- don't have to make the other person feel any other, anyone feel bad about their their, their 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 choice. No, I don't feel bad about it. No one's gonna make me feel bad about no, it. No, uh,
1: right. we had a good conversation about it last night on the subway. I I definitely would never strive to make anyone feel badly about mm-hmm. who they voted for. I fucking hate all this shit that everyone says online when it's negative about either candidate. It's so stupid. It's just, Shut up. It's ridiculous. I agree. And you know,
3: we were talking about it yesterday, and it's just kind of about, it's about, uh, I think I have a, a sort of a, a connection with the uh, personality of, of Bernie. And I sort of, I, he feels like somebody I know in a weird way. And, um, I just think that uh, New Blood in the White House for me is something that I'm attracted to. I really, uh, you know, I've watched a lot of House of Cards, uh. so I know a lot about the White House <laughs> and, um, and how it works and how shady it is. Um, it's
1: a shade fest, It's a honey. shade it's fest. It's the shade tree. And
3: like, it's just, it's the shade tree. <laughs>
1: the White House is the shade tree. Wow. Honestly. R.I.P. the shade tree, I guess. Um, apparently it's
3: an online thing and it's, it's not so much it's like on the episode exclusive. things. Oh. Like, it's, what, what, but they're not really doing a good job. At We're back to it. Drag Race, y'all. <laughs> Somehow got Back
1: here but listen i gotta say i went and voted it took me one fucking second yeah same also the polling place was 20 seconds down from my, me from too where I live. so funny and also Anna Dresden actually um you know brought this up today online but they did not check my ID. me either they didn't ask me for anything they were just <sighs> i like, could have went name? you were, i could have went to where you voted and said, said hi i'm david, david mazzoni and known your address and like literally written like Cast signed my your vote. signature and i could have voted for you and i think that's a problem.
3: I agree one, 1000% I was so shocked by it. Yeah. But also like the whole like I don't know. I mean part of it feels very like uh like ele- I mean you're in an elementary school so maybe that's why I felt it but it felt very <laughs> like class class edu- like I uh, flat class- out Yeah
2: council
1: like election election i flat out had to ask a question i I was a little confused i didn't know how many delegates you were eligible to vote for i didn't know i was like what is this and then it was in very small font up at the top like seven but i did have to ask somebody i'm like "I excuse me um how do i do this i was was, like had my ballot it was seven i only picked Six. six i think it was different in the districts voting literacy oh okay yeah so so in brooklyn where i lived you could do the seven, and I just—I—I I mean, I voted for all I felt the delegates very that uncomfortable were pledged for that to Mike. Part. Do I know? Like, they, I don't know any of these people.
0: They like, list they—they they list the genders of each delegate. Yes, they did. Male, female. Which is so I agree. interesting. Like, why? I don't know. Does it matter? What's important about that? You
1: know yeah. what? I didn't think about that. That's really interesting. It did say
3: parentheses M and F next to all right. of their names. That is really weird. Anyway, well. Uh, I'm not going to – I felt uncomfortable with that part because I just didn't know any of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not just going to blindly vote here,
0: though I did. Um, well, based on the based on who they were. So uh, what th- did you just check down
1: who I
3: they were? I checked the people who were in line with who I supported. Yeah, yeah, of course. People who um, pledged for Bernie. Right, yeah. exactly. But um, Can you, we get
0: results right now? Um, no, the balance, uh, 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 polls aren't closing until like – yeah, there's still a little bit of time. But minutes honestly,
3: minutes. though, I went to the polls, and it literally happened in three seconds. And then I went to the post office around the corner. And, and it Carlo, took longer? And it literally took an hour and ten minutes <sighs> to get my like, fucking package, which uh, had my uh, my turtleneck in it for Amazing Earth. Where We're uh, wearing turtlenecks. Wonderful, wonderful, I needed it. But I could, just couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. Like It made me a little nervous, though. I was like, is no one showing up to vote, or do they just have their shit together? That's what I mean. I
1: mean,
0: I breezed right in and out. There was nobody in that gym. The um, reason why I'm not really contributing in this conversation is because uh, I'm registered in Colorado, which I think is very important um, as sort of the pseudo swing state. Mm-hmm. I would like to vote in Colorado for the general, but Colorado holds caucuses and not primaries. If it held a primary, we'd would, I would have been able to submit an absentee vote. But for caucuses, you have to be in the in a room full like a gymnasium full of other fucking randos who yeah. like talk try to convince and talk about it and try to convince you and sway you. And I don't want to do that. Um, yeah. or or I just didn't, I just I just didn't have the time to fly home. It's not that I didn't want to. I, it's not that I didn't want to engage in that, but it was just like yeah. I didn't want to fly. I couldn't fly home. So anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm holding my tongue until the general.
1: Well, here we go. That's that's he's going to hold his tongue, bitch. And um <laughs> and so basically now we go to almost an hour in, we're going to hit up the topic of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which bitch is Orlando Realness. Orlando Realness, honey. So <sighs> David Bowen and I talked a little bit about future vacations, but it's all, it all based began on the shoulders of... The, one of the great vacations I think of our lifetimes. Such truly one of the best vacations a whim, of my life. Like truly on a whim. Well, not for us. We were like, David, are you gonna come or not? And you were you were being hesitant.
3: I just wasn't sure if like we were really doing it or sure, not. Sure, and like sure. I was I also like in a place where I was like, Am I just gonna just go to Orlando for no reason? And then I thought about it and was like, fuck it. I had like yeah. a week and I was like, let me just go with my sisters to a theme park for four days. <laughs> well it was
1: and like this is so much more we okay, so we were gonna do Disney World. Um, And so... We're gonna do Universal you, Well we were gonna do both Yeah But then it we was like it. This thing Well we did But that wasn't what the plan was When we found out How expensive it would be To do both So Matt and I Were booking the vacation Yeah And we're, we're like Okay so I guess Let's just do Disney Because maybe it'll be Too expensive to do both Because Orla- Universal Orlando's prices They were not fucking around no. It was like Now they have Harry Potter And all that shit They're like Jacked them up mm-hmm. But so we were gonna do Disney For days and days Like four days Yeah It was four nights in Orlando Yes Which was the, co- the contract Content, hashtag content that appeared from the trip. Yes. Anyway, more on that later, I guess. So then we were there and we were just truly baked the whole time because (laughs) David created, I say created, these weed... Rice Krispies, Krispies, the the, the crispy, spooky treats. So I had acquired some butter, some
3: (laughs) weed butter, just to go back to Rhode Island. Why don't you give the recipe
1: right here to all of our listeners?
3: Honestly, guys, it's super fucking complex. You take a bag of marshmallows, melt them in a pan, add an entire box of Rice Krispies, And um, a pad of weed butter. I did actually about a a full stick of weed butter. Oh, wow. um, No wonder. They come in sticks just like grocery stores? Well, not really, but like you sort of eyeballed it and measured it out. Like it was the recipe called How did you
1: make the weed butter?
3: Um, so the weed butter was made by um, somebody in my family who remained nameless. <laughs> Did uh, he or she churn it? Like, what was she. It? Well, basically, like, <laughs> m- like they harvested the entire weed plant and, uh-huh. like, pulled all the butter off of it that was smokable. And then there's, like, a lot of stuff on the weed plant that's, like, not really, like, you can't really roll a blunt with it. You can't really put it in a bowl. But it's got THC. It's covered in sticky stuff. You can use so it. You use the whole buffalo. So my, da- so my um, not my dad, <laughs> but somebody I know. Okay, fuck it. It was my dad. I've already <laughs> said it. Yeah, whatever. Who I've already of uh, him
1: in his criminal activity. <laughs> My dad doesn't have Stop. the capability of listening to a podcast anyway, so who cares? <laughs> Especially not one that's this long.
3: Nope. Um, but anyway, he basically like puts it in a crock pot and leaves it for like four days. All the trimmings, oh, wow. he purees all of it, puts it in with like pounds and pounds of butter, and just lets it sit on high in a crock uh. pot for EVs. And it just drains all everything out of the weed plant and then he throws all that stuff out and he brings the butter to new york city and gives me like tupperwares full of fascinating. it fascinating and Fuck, you know can yes. i say something
0: about these treats i was where I, I was very concerned that i would bones very sensitive to marijuana and i was concerned that i would just be so sluggish the entire day no give you life can no. i tell oh you God, something life. It, it was the perfect it was so it was the perfect balance between just like uh, this euphoric sense of like wonder and happiness. I'm like, oh, I'm having a- the best time of my life. Everything
1: and, was so funny.
0: And it was everything was so funny. And it was all this, everything blended. Hashtag just, weed. Can the, I tell you something? And so, yeah. And so we, 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 hash- we quote unquote recorded this l- series, this Instagram series that was like literally series. edited in line for Thunder Mountain. <laughs> like, can I tell you, so wh- funny. Matt. We did not need a single fucking map. Matt knew the layout to every single park we were oh in. God, I'm going to out myself right now. <laughs> I,
1: I, I am an absolute monster uh-huh. when it comes to orlando yeah i regularly am like what if i just hung it all up and moved to orlando no 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 Don't honestly his
3: ashes <laughs> will be spread on the streets of orlando <laughs> it's like <laughs> if j-lo's <laughs>
1: getting lowered to let's get
0: loud i'm getting lowered to like
1: a dream is a wish be I'll make sure of that. we're
0: gonna spread matt's ashes at the at the um what is it called phantasmic <laughs> yeah, the
1: phantasmic like spectacular <laughs> which oh, by yeah. the way we gave, got soaked at we got though. so wet at it like and also <laughs> like You get so... It's so funny because all those rides are so great, but, like, there's... In every ride, there's that moment where, like, something explodes, you get a little (laughs) sprinkle, (laughs) and, like... Uh, but we, like if there's not a fire effect it's not a ride at Universal no. Studios I feel like
3: in Dis- in Disney it was like a, whatever ride you were on it was like a magical adventure through a world yeah and w- the whole time remember, I remember I have such a fond memory of us being on the Snow White ride yeah and <sighs> us going by at the end there's like a, we go through like Snow White searching for all the dwarves and then yeah. at the end it's Snow White like dancing in like the room with all of them like, yeah and we were just screaming like yes yeah. Snow White <laughs> well we screamed yes on every ride every oh ride God, space mountain in the dark the three of us in that car i've never
1: heard you make the sounds that you made
0: I... in Sp- on space mountain all three of us just screamed yes, yes! And it was like, literally like point, the whole time it was
3: that point in the night where, and like, it's the not theme- just
0: the three of us on it no no, no there's, there's some strangers plenty of people
3: on it but what i loved about that was like every time we whizzed past another car i guarantee they just heard like yeah like <laughs> <laughs> just us just being like yeah! Oh like. my God!
0: <laughs> it's so true. There's a photo. There's a photo of me and David just sitting on Big Thunder Mountain. Um, the the train, the minecart ride, and Ugh. just us being so fucking blazed. And oh just, my god! Oh, I know. <laughs> well, no, I took
3: a video. I tried to take a video of us. I was like, Bowen, we have to do this entire ride completely deadpan. Like, no. Yes. Oh, no I remember when you did that. And
0: I was sitting
1: by myself, like getting my Bro, life, getting like, getting life. my joy. And I was like, no, Bowen, like
3: completely stone faced <laughs> We couldn't do it at the Merriman. It was just too much. It was so funny. Um, uh, but then when we went to Universal, it was like every ride was like, "We need your help." Yeah, I know. You're the only one here. The briefing,
1: save us. or it's like, ooh, it's. It's going to be an experience, but something just went wrong. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, like, no. And you're the only one who can help us. And then yeah. by the end, it's like, thank you, yeah. patron. You've done it. You're it's, literally doing the Transformers right. There's truly. Um, you get it, and it's like. You're under attack, and we're like, "Oh, okay, all right, alrighty so every, Settle ride, in. every ride, every we're ride, every under attack,
0: every single attraction at Universal and Disney has a Joseph Campbell hero's journey, <laughs> an arc to it. You know, you're 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 out of the world. You interface with the unknown, and then you come back, and you you're stronger. I'm not even gonna lie; it's
1: literally why I do theater and comedy. <laughs> <laughs> because I was oh so obsessed, God. I was. I think that those theme parks are theater. Those are formative, no, pl- no. formative you culture. know what, I, I agree. I with agree. you on that. Like when you go in and it's like the pre-show and they set you up, and then you move through it. Like honestly, I think it's so
0: fucking good and smart. Mm-hmm. Imagineers, which is, what they're the engineers for all these rides at Disney. At least that was like that's like the t- the, the fancy title. Yes, it's 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 the perfect combination of of engineering. Of, of of technology mixed with creativity and, and art. interior design, honey. And, design, and here's the honey. difference
1: between and the content at Universal. I mean, maybe this is controversial, but it is. Better. I'm sure it, it's it, it, better. It, it is Sound better. Sound off than, in the comments. It's much better than what you're getting at Disney, at least for now. I Absolutely. mean, they say that they're going to have Avatar Land and Star Wars Land, but like, it's always so far off, and they've been saying it for so long. I'm just over it. At least Universal like delivers on their promises to create new content and new experiences. But anyway, wow. Like all Shade. the all Shade. the attractions at universal like even the ones for like little kids are just so much better so fun and also it's just such a better vacation experience i would encourage anyone that's like tr- trying to go down there to really to go to universal even if it's a little bit more expensive because you're huge. able to walk huge yeah
3: we caught that up
1: t- remember, remember, remember we were going
3: into the park and then we were like oh so it's gonna be oh, what's um Oh, okay. it's it like $390, $390 it. or whatever. Yeah, we
1: bought the express passes, and they were like, so it's going to be $1,000. But not by dollars. choice. Matt. <laughs> Matt was
3: literally like, we're getting the
0: express passes. But there was a moment where all of us were like, should we do this?
3: But then we were like, fuck it. And we did both parks in Universal in one Because day.
0: of Matt Rogers, he knew exactly where everything was, what the itinerary should have been, what time we should have been What places. we should skip. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, Matt is such a resource. I cannot recommend it. I literally, invaluable. if
1: anyone, if anyone wants to go. I'll go with. It. <laughs> we'll be going back. I think, but I think we need to bring like a full-scale production a f- crew. Full crew. I think that like now this time now that we've gone with just the three of us we've been there we've done it we've, done it, we've, we've seen the lay of the and land and people
0: have seen the fun that we've had on these I trips I think
1: and honestly everything there is so good and also we haven't even talked about Harry Potter which is so fucking mad hashtag oh gags God. for Gringotts gags for Gringotts, Gringotts. hashtag but, no, the best was when we had gotten off Gringotts like and we had done it we had, we, it had been well over and like we had moved on and done maybe five six other rides we were discussing what we thought was the best thing we had done so far and David goes I was gagged for Gringotts <laughs> <laughs> I was gagged for Gringotts. I was gagged for no. Gringotts. I think the code of the was you can't even get your life when you <laughs> when you. So we got on the we were on like the flume ride, Dudley Do Right, and Bowen's in his fucking poncho. We were all in these ponchos because we got a little bit. Wet and you on know that how ride. somebody
3: one person on those things always gets fucking get nailed. Stacked. Yeah, everyone's yeah. like kind
1: of moist, and then somebody just gets ruined. Really wet, yeah. <laughs> and so like it's Bowen, and he couldn't get out of his seat, and we were just so one track and so high. We were like, and I just looked at. Him and I was like, "You can't even get your life. You can't even get your because life." Because here's
0: what happened. Here's what happened. Um, oh my god! We were we were at such a st- we were in such a we were at such a <laughs> point a, a fugue state. We I were in such a, a fugue as. state that all of our words, all of our sentences, ended with the words "get your get life." Your life. <laughs> like, like we were like, we were like, oh, I'm hungry. Let's go get our life. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like I'm gonna get my. Do you want to get your life
1: or get your life? I, mean, I want to get my life. life. Okay, and we know, and it got to the point where you knew what we were saying, oh, "Like, do you want to do?" Do you want to do get your life or, or get, your, get life? your life? Get your life. Okay. Yeah. We I'm trying to get my life to, to these men in chicken, in black. chicken tenders. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> well, if I've I had never a eaten for more... every chicken tender I
3: ate in Disney World. <laughs> I would be fucking. Uh, I want to say shit.
1: that it was the most chicken tenders I've ever eaten. But, but not you guys true, know my bitch. diet, and you know that I eat a lot of chicken. More. tenders. I ate some today. Yep. There you go. Shout <laughs> out to chicken tenders. Shout
3: out to the Arby's on Eighth Ave. Honestly, this podcast is sponsored by chicken tenders. For real,
1: though, at this point. Wow. But that was it. Was so fucking good, and I encourage anyone to go. And literally now, I, you have to really convince me to go otherwise. In to go, October,
0: elsewhere. In October, I'm going to Shanghai with my family and my sister and I. And, and oh, that's my gonna bro- be so fun. My brother-in-law. We're gonna check out Disney Shanghai, which is the biggest theme park that has ever been built.
1: That's gonna be incredible. It's gonna that's be gonna crazy. be amazing. I just I have such a problem with the, with the the uh, international Walt Disney World in Orlando because it's too fucking far it's to, so to get everywhere. I remember like. It's just like, it, it kind of sucks to have to take the buses everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. I get that they'll be able to do whatever they want for years to come because I have the land for it, but. It's really a suck when you have to wait forty five minutes to an hour to get to the park, yeah, that and then is if you want to do something else, because every park has like three or four good things. Mm-hmm. Like for example, the Hollywood Studios, you got your Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror, and then that Toy Story ride, which Tower is pretty good. Tower of Terror, which good. we got stuck on, remember? Oh, that was true terror. <laughs> Alrighty,
3: alright, alright, alright wait, wait, wait. we have to go all the way back to the beginning of this. First of all, we have to, we have to just shout this. out to whoever designed the waiting area in Tower of Terror. One yeah, of my favorite things, an to artist, look at. wonderful. Just love all the cobwebs, love all. The Things that were about to happen, but then stopped happening because of all of the mystery. Yeah, beautiful set detail. Beautiful set The detail. people working there. So mm-hmm. we're waiting forever. We finally get on the ride, and we get up, and we we blast up with like it goes up a couple of floors, and there's like little pieces of the story, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's essentially like uh, it's like a haunted house until it becomes the drop tower.
0: Yeah, and we so get up to the top of it, and then, and then it fucking stops, and it opens, and then we're facing this fucking like fake set hallway, and then it stops. Then everyone in the oh, I'm getting, I just got chills thinking about it. It's everyone, pitch black. it's pitch black. Everyone on the right is like,
1: oh no, because they create such an atmosphere too, where you're genuinely scared. And we've already ridden it yeah. maybe six times, yeah. so
3: like I know what to expect oh, here. It's and gonna we're be like
1: stoned as spot, twilight, so. and we're so high.
0: Yeah, and so course. basically like it stops, and then f- and then suddenly like ten minutes later, it the house lights like, come on. House lights come on, and then a, and then light. some janitor, custodian dude. <laughs> Opens a side door that's literally like on our peripheral vision. It's in the it's in the scene. It's in the scene, and he comes yeah. he, and he comes out and goes, "All right, guys, we need to, we need to get you out, and then we're gonna like walk you to this elevator, this real elevator, and take you down." And it was the the veil had been lifted, like every the illusion was completely shattered. Yeah, yeah. it was nuts.
3: It was a nuts experience for sure. But we did get to go on. It. They were like, <laughs> after that, we everyone
1: was like all scared. we were like, "Oh my god, rides malfunctioning, so scary." And they were like, "Honestly, did you guys want to go again? You can we hop right back like, on." We were like, "Fuck yeah!" You. But. We had to get out into the scene, yeah. which was so scary. I was like, oh, are there going to be a fucking ghost? <laughs> yeah. They I was, was like, like, I don't want to get out where these ghosts were. Ugh. Honestly. There's a ghost there. Nuts. But <laughs> I really buy into it. I honestly revert back to my seven-year-old self every time where I'm like really in it. Sure. Like I said to my sister, my sister and I, we went years ago and my parents would do this thing halfway through the day where they were like, we're going to go back to the pool. You guys do your thing. And my sister, who I had found out at the time was like a bigger stoner than even I was, um, <laughs> had brought weed over in her car and we wow. had went out and we smoked like in front of the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> like so paranoid looking over our shoulders. The best like, place to smoke. Because we can't get blacklisted at Universal Orlando. I'd kill myself. Honestly, oh, I my would God. be So, so nervous li- for you. literally like we got Stoned, and then I we went to Poseidon's Fury. Remember Poseidon's yes. Fury? Oh, of course, I which do. was like honestly pretty gay, very yeah, gay, very gay, and uh, like also that
3: guy, that one actor that like kind of runs the whole thing. I was like, damn, this is like fully your show, bro. You're actually. Yeah. All computers and all voiceover recording.
0: Doing stunts and car doing wheels, stunts,
1: the whole the whole gig,
3: running the whole thing. And there's like a lot of fire in that one.
0: Mm-hmm, there's a lot mm-hmm. of
1: dialogue, a lot of fire, a lot of water, a lot of, a lot there's on like supporting you. Yeah. characters, there's yeah, like an arc. And so basically, like my sister and I were very high at it, and we had obviously done it before. And I, I hit her shoulder, and I'm like, "Commit to the experience." Oh, <laughs> and like I wanted it to seem like we really were in the tomb. Like I got very like, you were, and then you and were then acting. Then, literally, we didn't talk the whole like 15 minutes that it is and then we got out and she goes "Uh, i have to sit down i feel like i'm gonna throw up (laughs) and we had to go sit down because she was like heavily really sick and she was like i'm so sorry i'm ruining this but i'm like no it's fine but really i was like you put
0: her her through a meisner exercise (laughs) I
1: did yes
0: the acting made her sick absolutely Mm. okay Um, let's get to let's get to i don't think so honey
1: all right so we've talked a little bit about our our trip and now we are at the segment of the show called I don't think so, honey, and it's when you all, each of us, all three of us, have one minute to rail against something in culture, Mm -hmm. anything we hate, and you get to say, I don't think so, honey, and you take it down. Great. in one minute and Let's, Bowen is gonna be first I, I always go
0: first well, because go I haven't first. thought about something yet I right, haven't what am I, I
1: not like? I'm ready to rock alright full okay, cool. okay, so I'll
0: go first okay. he's okay. going to go first you, All you, right. you just you, as, as many times as you want you, you can possibly just say the words I don't, think, I don't think so, so honey. honey yeah great and a minute starts now
3: alright listen so today I had a bunch of people at work to me they're saying oh you voted I was wearing my sticker and I was like yeah of course I voted and they were like ugh I don't vote and I was like I don't think so honey I uh, don't think uh, so honey listen if you don't vote you are literally forfeiting your right Ever talk ill about the government again. Voting is literally like one of the greatest privileges that we have in this country. Mm. There are so many countries in this world without the ability to have any influence on the government whatsoever. And if you forfeit your right to vote, you are literally forfeiting your ability to talk or to voice any opinion about anything that happens from here on out with the country. People telling me, like my friend, for example... Kyle from he lives in North Carolina and he's not voting he's not sending in his absentee ballot <gasps> and I'm like I don't think so honey in North Carolina buses. absolutely not bitch and first of all North Carolina I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. Think no so. way, miss. Please uh-uh. get your shit in order. Mm-hmm. But listen, all I have to say is that if you are not voting, and there's a reason why you're not voting, I understand you might be frustrated with our government and the way that it works. But the bottom line is, democracy does not work if you do not vote. Time
0: uh, one minute. Oh, oh what an in, what an impressive. I message. think an influential. I don't think so, honey. For the it's podcast, topical. absolutely.
3: It's topical, and listen, <laughs> I, I can't.
0: And you segued into LGBT discrimination. I loved it. Uh, wow, what a masterful I don't think so, honey. There could have been a couple good. more,
3: but you know what? It's From just, the authority was, and
0: I don't think so, honey. Absolutely. I feel honored. Thank so you now I it. should go is what you're saying? I can go. I can go. Okay, ready? All right. And a yes. I minute mean, starts now.
1: I don't think so, honey. People that you work with that are your peers giving you notes on how to do your job. Ooh. Okay? I don't think so, honey. At the at the restaurant that I work at, other servers giving me notes on whether or not I rolled enough silverware. Worry about yourself, honey. I don't think so. Also, today I'm a tour guide on a bus, and after and I you do it with one other person and I don't think so, honey. My coworker came over to me and was like, "I have some timing notes for you." Bitch, this is I this is well not my first time doing it. And I don't think so, honey because I can give you notes, but I'm not. At this time, you're my peer at this time, and until my manager comes on the bus and gives me a note and I feel like I did something wrong, then I'll take their note, but you didn't hire me. You're not going to fire me. I don't think so, honey. If you have a problem, respectfully tell me what you you think I should do and don't say, so I have a note. Don't give me notes. Don't give me notes if if you're my peer because I might be younger than you and prettier than you, but I know exactly
0: what I'm doing, bitch, and I... Don't <laughs> think so, honey. That's oh, one minute. Matt, that, that, that is a risky. I don't think so, honey. Talking about your coworkers. it has me hot. Oh, honestly, putting I'm putting the server coworker shit on blast
3: this episode. Yes, I agree. Though, like, who cares? Like, right. shut
1: up! Because shut up. Okay. Because guess what? We're giving them the experience. It's not like it doesn't be a per- have to be a perfect thing. Okay.
0: All right, well, I especially guess especially
1: when you're arrest, when you're working in a restaurant. Miss Yang, fucking-
0: I guess it's Miss Yang's turn. I don't know if I'll, if I'll be as impassioned well, as I you. Well, I guess two. now the bar has been set. Great. Oh, so, Christ. all right. I don't think so honey begins now. I don't think so honey noisy neighbors who throw outdoor parties on a Monday night well into 2 a.m. I had to call 911. Well, first oh. of all, I had to look up whether 911 or 311 was the more appropriate number to file a noise to to, to call in a noise complaint. definitely 311. It was definitely 311, but then uh, for some reason, uh, some Source: I think the NYC.gov page told me to direct me to 911, so I called 911, and they said 911, what's your emergency? I, said, I go, this is. Not, I immediately led with, this is not an emergency, but I do have a noise complaint Good to boy. file. And so then the woman, the dispatcher was very nice. She said, okay, well let me transfer you to a more appropriate agency. And I go, thank you so much. And then she, and then they told me to go to 311. I called 311. This very lovely woman, Nicolette, helped me file this um, this noise complaint at 497 Atlantic Avenue, outside in the back patio area of a restaurant called Pardis. A, a Jewish eatery called Pardis but e- meanwhile and I'm not I'm not making any connections or whatever but like everyone at this party was five seconds was just like was just very like young and hip and like ethnic and like it was like wait you you guys are Jewish that's one minute and I'm wait, sorry wait hold on no, hold on hold on there
1: it's going it, to your you're i don't think this one is going to end on you guys Jewish miss PC Boneyang. oh god finish your thought bitch
0: this is my thought I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what kind of parties this restaurant is hosting, but I see people. Everyone in this restaurant has a yarmulke during operating <laughs> business hours. But well, then, Passover's on the horizon. Passover's on the horizon. But then every other night there are these like cool young people hanging out in the backyard, just like screaming at the top of their lungs. So I don't get what I don't get what this connection
3: is. You know what? I find that if I get like something that makes white noise, it helps me. Like uh, sometimes I'll put my air conditioner on like fan mode. I turn on white noise. Yeah, yeah. I had
1: a dehumidifier that I loved.
3: Yeah. That, like, kind of just like it helps you tune it out. but I, I hear you. also earplugs are real thing.
1: My last words. I, I don't, don't want to you're not Jewish. Here, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really Jewish. All right, so now we're at Culture of the Week, and this is when we appreciate um, culture this week. That's really nailing it. Okay. And sometimes we, Bowen and I have a little bit of a common thread, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, Bowen, what's your Culture of the
0: Week? Okay, well, honey, my Culture of the Week is... And I
1: think that we've already read we've read Disney World to filth, so I think we can go ahead and stretch p- stretch the parameters to all of Orlando. Exactly.
0: So I'm going to stretch this to um, actually disney world i know we were sort of railing against disney World right. a little bit but um you know what the the and specifically the high the the cleanliness of disney world mm-hmm. culture I, of the week culture of the week this reminded me a
3: lot of chicago chicago very clean very
0: clean but you know what there have been i, th- I think 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 there's an urban legend that um th- you know there have been tests performed at disney world where someone will leave like a piece of litter on the sidewalk mm-hmm. on the the cobble the fake cobblestone streets of disney world and within about two minutes, someone will have picked that up. So there are people hiding in the bushes, in the shadows, mm-hmm. waiting to pick up litter. And I think that is incredible. That's amazing. and we it actually It
1: bleeds into my culture of the week. What's your culture? The friendly talking garbage cans at Walt Disney World. <gasps> Absolutely. I think it's the best thing in culture this week. Absolutely, I think that um, basically when the garbage cans are talking, it's mm-hmm. just another friendly voice in the park. Like a, an, and an stretches... unpleasant
0: experience made pleasant. I'm sorry to interrupt This is you. my culture of the week, huh? Dagger eyes. Oh, God, the shade it's in this room. stalemate of the year.
1: Anyway, the J-Lo stalemate has bled over into the Disney stalemate okay. at this point. All right. So I love those little garbage cans that talk, especially when they have something nice to say, and you know at Disney World that they do. What are some nice things that the garbage can has said to you? Um, some nice things that the garbage can has said to me are... Don't go this way. This way, some spooky happenings, and that happens right outside the haunted mansion. Because, as you know, the haunted mansion is set in like a Louisiana bayou setting. Bayou. <laughs> Shout gra- out to country. Bayou country. Louisiana glamour. Bayou so um, I also uh, any of the voices that pop out of the bushes anytime is a characterized thing that really shouldn't be a character in Disney World. I really appreciate that. The best I culture. love when you can hear a little bit of zippity doo coming from a tree when you're around Splash Mountain. I think it's really amazing that friendly
0: voices are not just relegated to human beings. Friendly voices can come out of the bush. Well, that song zippity doo is a little problematic from a, a problematic movie, Song of the South. Okay, we'll, well, well you can you can talk about that. You're not Another Jewish. Another time. You're not Jewish. Okay, David, do you have any culture do of the week? Do you have any week?
3: culture of the week? Um. Well, culture of the week as it pertains to Orlando. Anything. It can be anything. Um, well um as far as like I, I guess i'll keep it in the orlando world because what okay I was good thinking, what i was thinking when we were talking was that how out of place um 20 uh 25 year olds are on the streets of disney sure i mean we were stoned to shit and i want to i want to like really highlight that that was like a huge factor in this but we were cussing and fussing and literally like i, I think that we got glaring looks from every single family we, we have dirty with. mouths
1: I mean probably if you listen to this podcast you understood that we have a dirty yeah. mouth but oh we my really God. do have filthy dirty mouth. some mouths. of the stuff we were saying and it's the best culture of this week mm, I, I, would
0: of I would agree I would agree 25 year olds in Disney incredible culture incredible alright guys well this has been Lost Culture East. Just huge thanks to our guest David Mazzoni yeah. thank us. so much I mean, for having me
1: we, we just really enjoyed this and we we needed to have you on come see Pop um, Roulette Amazing yes, Earth yes final plug come see all three of us in Pop Roulette's Amazing Earth along with Douglas Weidick along with Rachel Winitsky, Amanda Sheckman, Tessa Scara, and special guest who's performing in a special capacity, Sudi Green. The one and only. The one and only. Mm. So um, we're off to go do, do Sudi Show theme party, but this has been Las Cotoristas. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding ding. Thank you so much. We
0: love you. Love you.
1: talking about <laughs>
0: This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie-crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanikmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanikmusical.com.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast...